Welcome to the Career Change Podcast, where you'll discover the frank and practical advice and resources that are already proven to work in the real world when it comes to changing careers or figuring out what business is right for you when you are a smart but likely also stuck, overwhelmed or overthinking person in your mid-30s, your 40s, your mid-50s. I'm your host, Ricky Hansen, a career change advisor, entrepreneur and former corporate HR professional with over 15 years experience of helping thousands of people just like you identify Identify or create careers or businesses that are both meaningful and future-proof. Welcome home. Hey, it's Ricky here and welcome to episode 22 of the Career Change Podcast. Let's find out if you are crazy for wanting a career change or to start your own business when you already have, well, at least on paper or from the outside or by societal or family standards, such a great job or career. Let's talk about whether you should just be grateful for the career or job or profession that you currently do have, or if you should instead focus on finding or creating a more meaningful, inciting or engaging career, or to start your own business instead. That's really the scenario that I want to walk you through in this episode, so you can get out of that kind of ping pong mode between the two options. It's really a scenario that I'm highly, highly familiar with, because I can literally guarantee that it will pop up at some stage when I work with my career change clients. And a lot of people find it really hard to know what to do about it. You know, a lot of my clients are highly accomplished people who from the outside have great, respected careers. But when they first read out, reach out to explore working with me, they often tell me a very similar story. And that's that they, and I bet you, you can relate to this story too. They often feel a total mismatch between what they do for a living and who they really are and what they care about or find interesting or what matters to them. And they often do that when they get in touch with me. And then they sort of outline the few half-hearted stabs they've had at trying to get away or trying to figure out what else they wanted to do, which sort of tends to probably happen every once in a while they'd have a stab at escape, but it never really leads to any concrete change or action. And then they go back to the devil they know. And then they always follow it when they're sort of giving me that sort of description. They always follow it by this, but maybe... I should just be grateful for the job that I do have. After all, it's good money, reputation and safety. And I don't even know if a career change or business would work out anyway. Hmm. And that very much tells me why they and maybe you are still stuck. And it's really also the same thing with my podcast listeners, especially those who also subscribe to my emails over the careerchangepodcast.com. If you're not on the mailing list, make sure you go over to the careerchangepodcast.com because you can email and request what kind of subjects you most want me to cover, and I'll cover them here. And almost every week, I get emails from listeners of the Career Change Podcast that follow a very similar pattern to do with this. And here's an amalgamation of several emails, and I bet you can relate to this scenario too. Hi, Ricky. My name is Lisa. And my situation is that I'm 39. I worked as an accountant, but this could be any profession, for the last 16 years for three different companies, all great companies to work for. And I feel that on paper, I have so much, but I've never really enjoyed working in finance. Every year or two, I go on a career change mission and look at exploring other ideas, but then I revert back and I don't change. 
I kind of find it ironic that I'm in my comfort zone to one extent, but at the same time, I feel very unfulfilled in this area because it does not suit me or my personality. I'm someone who really enjoys engaging with others and I'm quite personable, which my job is not about at all. COVID-19 for me has really shone the light on how much I dislike my area. It's meant that there's been none of the usual distractions. So my number one question or issue for you is this. Should I just be grateful for the good things that I have and the positive aspects of my job and focus on those? You know, it's good money. There's some flexibility. I can work from home, some easy month of little stress. Am I crazy for wanting something else? Hmm, I'll just pause right there and ask you, does that sound familiar? If it does, then please keep listening to this episode because this does not have to be an all or nothing kind of scenario. So this is the sort of scenario so many of you listening and find yourself in. You know, are you crazy or ungrateful for wanting a career change when you already have from the outsider by societal standards? Such a great job or career. Should you just be grateful for the career job or profession that you currently do have or Should you allow yourself to focus on finding or creating a more meaningful, exciting, engaging, whatever it is that you want it to be more of career path or to start your own business? Let me share three approaches or reframes for you that you can use to work this out for yourself in your unique scenario. Like there are many more ways to do it, but in this particular episode, I pick three that are less obvious and also that are currently working well for my own clients right now. So feel free to apply to your own scenario. Number one is you can do both. You can be both grateful for what you currently have and also want more. And that's really one of the first things I'll remind my clients of. You can absolutely do both. This is not an either or scenario. You can be grateful for what you currently have. And, you know, for having a job, for for having money come in. And also, at the same time, want something that's much better suited for you to actually be genuinely grateful for. However, and this is really important, being grateful does not have to default into meaning that you have to stay stuck. All right? Does not mean that you therefore just have to take whatever you have right now and, and be stuck with that. So don't make that an issue. Don't make that an issue that oh, but I have to be grateful and therefore I have to stay stuck. No, no, no. You do not need to make this an issue. And let's face it, often an excuse. You could absolutely be grateful for what you currently have, and also want more going forward. And if you feel conflicted around this, then it's often down to family or cultural patterns. And I can promise you, you are not being a greedy bastard or bitch just because. <laughs> you want another career or you want to start another business. And it's really one of those things that never ceases to amaze me with my clients, just how many of us actually deep down somehow believe that wanting more is greedy. I remember when I realized this about myself as well. I remember I saw this work of art. It was this neon work of art. And it says, if the slice, I want the pie. But then there were many of those kind of, um, that work of art, it'd been reproduced in many different versions. And I was like, yeah, maybe I do actually feel greedy because I should just go with that slice. I shouldn't want the pie, but you know what? There are many pies and just because you get a pie doesn't mean there is enough pie for everyone. So maybe part of this is you've been taught that money more is greedy, right? 
So that might be something you want to consider because there is enough for everyone and you can create something else, right? So don't make that an issue. You can absolutely be grateful for what you have and also want more. That does not make you a horrible person. And really what it probably is, it's just an excuse, right? So that brings us to the second way of looking at this scenario. And what I often say when people ask me about, should they just be grateful and stay or find something else? Are they crazy for wanting to do that? Here's what I suggest you consider, which is point number two. That really depends on what kind of life you want and when. Because that's really what this comes down to at the end of the day. What kind of life do you really want on a day-to-day basis? What do you want your experience of life to be? And just as importantly, when? When do you want that life to start if it's not what you have right now? When do you want to start experiencing what you're truly capable of if you were genuinely, truly grateful for the kind of work you do on a daily basis? And how long or how much longer are you willing to put up with or cope with a life does not suit who you are, what matters to you, what you value, what engages you, or what you want to prioritize at this stage in your life? And it also depends on what kind of life you want to look back on, both accumulatively, you know, everything you've done until this moment and also going forward. And even more urgent should be this. Who knows how long you and I have got left to create and experience life and what we are capable of creating at work. And when I say life, I am not talking just 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. I'm talking a lot more, if not more, about your 9 to 5 or whatever your working hours are. Because just think about how many hours of work, of, of your life, you actually spend at work. Now, I I could share some really scary pie charts and stats around how many of our waking hours we spend at work. And if you're the classic professional, you probably spend way too many hours there already, right? That's part of the issue. So rather than show you those kind of figures as to how much that is, let me share a quote with you from one of my favorite poets, Annie Dillard, that can literally feel like a punch in the stomach a lot more than any pie chart ever will. And here's what she says. How we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. How we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. That's Annie Dillard. So over to you. If how you currently spend the majority of your days, your working hours, i.e. at work, if that does not give you the kind of day-to-day experience of life that you truly want, then rather than just be, in quotation marks, grateful and put up with it and stay there, you need to consider the true cost, the real price that you are paying in life value for staying put, both now and accumulatively. Because what we're talking about here, my friend, is your lived life. And it's happening right now. In which case, insisting on staying there and just be grateful to have it suddenly seems rather, from that point of view, rather illogical, unhealthy, and highly risky potentially on so many levels. So if where you are right now is not the right thing for you, then bear in mind 
We live at a time when new careers, new businesses are being created by the minute, designed, found, created, and where I can promise you this, you do never, you do not have to put up with or cope with whatever, as is the case for a lot of my clients and probably for you as well, whatever you happen to fall into after university and you're still there, you do not have to put up with it. You do not have to stay with it if it's not right for you. There are so many more options that you likely allow yourself to consider right now. So this could really be the, the question that changes everything for you. Well, that depends on what kind of day-to-day life you want and when. So if the kind, you know, if that is not your current job description and everything that goes with it on a lived day-to-day basis, if that's not the kind of life you want, then I would highly recommend that you shift your focus to start finding out and creating what else will, right? And start doing that ASAP. So give yourself permission to both be grateful and, again, also to want something better, even more, to be even more genuinely grateful for. Being grateful does not have to mean you stay put. You can absolutely be grateful for having a job whilst working towards another one or towards another career or towards your own business, right? How we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives, is what Annie Dillard wrote. So ask yourself this, how happy or satisfied am I with the way I'm currently spending my life at work? What is the experience I'm having to the day-to-day basis that is really accumulatively my life? Is that really what I want my life to be about? And if not, how much longer do I want to wait and be stuck and why? That's really, really important. Your life is happening right now. And actually, if you're not a poet and you don't like poetry and you don't like that Anidila quote, then let me remind you of this powerful, you know, this powerful phrase from Fight Club, the, the film Fight Club. This is your life. And it's ending one minute at a time. Gratitude, and this is something I feel so strongly about because it's so often misconstrued and used as an excuse. Gratitude can absolutely be both active and creative. It does not have to be passive. And it definitely does not, should not be used as an excuse for inaction or for putting up with potential toxic scenarios. You want to worry when gratitude becomes confused with complacency or as an excuse for stagnation and procrastination or like I said for staying stuck in an unhealthy work scenario all right so a lot of this depends on you know what kind of life do you want and when do you want it now let's move to the am I crazy part because this is something I hear all the time people are actually slightly embarrassed to ask it you know you're sort of wondering am I the only one who wants more you know am I crazy for wanting to give all of this up for something else that I don't even know where that's going to work out and by the way the career change podcast I am more than happy to talk about this slightly more embarrassing, you know, secret kind of parts of how you might want to feel about that career change, about that business. So make sure, you know, you come over to the careerchangepodcast.com and sign up for the mailing list and suggest things that you want me to talk about that maybe nobody else is talking about. I am always more than happy to talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. Not just the trendy, sexy bits, but 
happily, also the more embarrassing, scary kind of thing. I'm here for you. All right. I got your back. So back to the crazy part. Are you crazy for wanting something else? And the short answer is really no. And that's number three. No, you're not crazy. You're just being honest. And you know what? You're not alone. You're part of a growing movement of people who are questioning how work works. All right. So just last week, I was actually having this conversation with a new one-on-one client. Um, Peter is a highly accomplished guy. You know, he'd worked his way up in his field. He got the promotions, landed all the clients, director at 30, you know, way in. He just kept going, even though he realized that none of those milestones or victories actually made him feel anything. Neither did the journey there. So he just kept continuing. And when he first reached out to discuss working one-on-one with me to help him design his first business, he actually flat out asked me if I thought he was crazy for wanting to leave such a high-flying, well-respected, on-paper career behind. He was on track for making partner. Here's what I told him. Well, that depends on whether it really is your profession that's the problem on whether it really is your job that's the problem or whether you're just having a quarter slash midlife crisis and therefore a corresponding knee-jerk reaction. So one of the first things that I did with him, and this is something I do with all of my private clients and it's also something that I teach inside of my online program, Your Career Change Map, is to figure out, well, what is your real problem? You know, what is it that needs to change? Is it your just your job or is it your entire profession or is it something else? And how much of this deep unhappiness is actually down to your day-to-day experience of working in a certain profession or in a certain job? And there's a lot more to it than that. Reach out if you want to know more about that kind of work. But with him, it turns out that most of the things he directly hated were both related to his profession, so he worked in finance and the subject, as well as his day-to-day experience of the company and the job he was in. He hated the job description elements. He hated the politics, the long working hours. And all of that resulted in a day-to-day work life he did not enjoy on a day-to-day basis and honestly never had. Again, this was not the first time he tried to escape. And that's often what happens. There is that toxic double whammy of a carrot. Because you do not enjoy the day-to-day of the work that you do. You try to distract yourself from that pain by focusing on the next goal or the next milestone or the benefits, like the lady at the beginning of the email, you know, the pay, the bonus, the promotion, the reputation. But what that means is like for pizza, he was never fully there. Now that is what seems crazy for him to continue to never really be fully present in his day-to-day work life, right? What we figured out and what he really wanted instead was a day-to-day experience of actually enjoying the journey, the day-to-day itself, and not just the benefits or the outcomes or the time outside of work. And he also really wanted a subject and a client group that he actually cared about. So he wanted to continue learning more about, you know, continue learning more about the subject and really wanting to hang out with that client group. Did this realization mean that he is crazy? No, the opposite. He is just honest. He got professional advice for this. He's just honest about what kind of life he wants now. 
and on a day-to-day basis. He was not willing to wait any longer. And thankfully, he still has years left to create and design a work life he, work life he actually enjoys on a day-to-day basis. Right now, we're actually working together to design his first business in the healthcare space. And in the meantime, he is shifting to a different company, to a different job, to free up hours to do this. So many of us have this battle, just like him, like many of other clients, between what we truly want deep down and what we're, what we're currently settled with. And it's exhausting, right? You expand all that energy fighting yourself and just trying to stay put with what you have right now. It's exhausting. I can promise you, you can spend that energy so much more wisely. And Just think about what about you? Between you and I, do you also wonder if you're crazy, if you're bonkers, for wanting something else when what you currently have on paper looks so great. I totally get that. I am sure you might look around, maybe in your current company, and you see these other successful people who don't really question all these things like you question them, right? They're able to compartmentalize work and life. They just get on with it. They don't want more from work. They'll just turn out and, you know, turn up to work, leave their personality at the door, just hits down, you know, get on with it. Don't have all these deep questions you do have. And with Pizza, this client, we had a really honest discussion about this. Yeah, some people, this is how we've been trained and taught, they're absolutely able to compartmentalize work and life and be okay with getting their real kicks outside of work and just getting on with work and just be grateful for it and not question things. Think about it. That's also what our parents did. And it's very much what our culture is built on, right? I remember when Back in 2005, when I wanted to leave a very on paper, high flying career in human resources for Morgan Stanley behind to start my own career change consulting firm, I remember my mom saying to me, Why don't you stay in that great career? Work is not supposed to be fun. Hmm. Now, my mom is actually an atheist, but this kind of thing really smacks of the classic Northern European Calvinist work ethics, right? You just need to work hard and it's all about work. It's not supposed to be fun and you'll get the benefit later. Hmm. Let's really break up with that really toxic way of looking at work when there has never been a better time to work differently. You can absolutely have it the way you want. So don't beat yourself up and know you are not crazy for wanting work, whether that's a career or a business that you actually enjoy going to and living through on a day-to-day basis. You're not crazy. You're just being honest about not wanting to continue a cultural phenomenon that's been going on for way too long. And there has never been a better time to break up with that toxic, sick way of looking at work, right? I really... You know, I remember back when I first started out in 2005, when when I left that corporate job behind to start my own thing, that was not really the norm back then. People really did think, what are you on about? You know, this is crazy. Nowadays, I've noticed this with my clients. I've been in this field for 15 years. There are a lot more of us questioning the way that work is not working. Come join us. You're not alone. And I also just want to say, it's not just Gen C or Gen Y that's doing this. It's also those of us over 35 who are questioning that we're working and who are leaving it and who are creating something better. So you're not alone. And the great thing is, 
because we're leaving that way of working behind to create something much more meaningful and valuable that we actually want to show up for in the morning and that we want to create and that we really want to put all of ourselves into, we are actually part of creating that new world of work. And that's powerful, right? Forget about the traditional gatekeepers, my friend. So better to be honest now than to live a lie, especially if that lie is your current day-to-day experience of your life. Got to make that decision for yourself, of course, right? But no, you're not crazy. You're just being honest and you're part of a growing movement. You're not alone. So there you go. It's time to stop ping-ponging and it's time to get honest about what kind of life, what kind of work life you really want on a day-to-day basis. That does not make you greedy or selfish or crazy. It makes you a role model for your children, for people who see you. It makes you a role model for what's possible when it comes to work. TikTok, all right? So if you're enjoying this podcast, then make sure you come over to thecareerchangepodcast.com, sign up for my emails, suggest the kind of topics you want to see covered on this podcast. And of course, if you want professional advice to help you make the right decision on your career change entrepreneurial path, you can also find more information about your career change map and my one-on-one programs over on the careerchangepodcast.com. So let's make sure you're solving the right problem and let's make sure you create a work life you actually want to get out of bed for on a daily basis. How we spend our days is of course how we spend our lives, right? Do that litmus test. Your life is happening right now. Make it worthwhile. Make it meaningful. I'll see you over at the careerchangepodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening.